makes me feel bad to the time um i was i had to take my cousin through the airport coming back from maine she was i think like five or something and you know i love her she's my cousin you know but i also was like i don't want to have to take it this child through the airport getting off a plane getting back on a plane getting off another plane getting back on a plane to get home um so we're walking to the airport i'm having to carry my bags her bags i'm like come on kylie stay with me stay with me like we're walk- going through this airport all of a sudden all i remember is like you know like fuck 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 like let's get to our gate i'm thinking she's behind me i keep looking over my shoulder all of a sudden i see a shoe go flying past me like her shoe and i'm uh-huh. I'm like, what the fuck? And I turn around and she's done a cartwheel and like hit the ground so hard that her shoe fucking flew off. Oh my God. In the middle of the terminal, everyone's now stopping and looking and she's just like shaking it off. And I feel so bad because I kind of like blew up. I was like, Kylie, what are you doing? Like, what? What are you doing? And she's like, I just wanted to do a cartwheel. And I'm like, and my brain could not comprehend. Oh, dude. I I, I was, was like, I, I was sitting here thinking, this is not a good story. I thought she was trying to keep up with you and she tripped and like almost oh. flipped over and her shoe fell off. And you're like, what's wrong with you? So, but she decided to do a car. <laughs> and my brain could not comprehend that this is a child whose brain isn't even like close to being fully developed yet. Oh. They, and so I, if I could go back, I would redo that situation, but I was just obviously so stressed and just like, I, I should probably shouldn't have been in charge of taking care of a kid, but I was like, get your shoe on. Like, let's go. Like, and then on the whole airplane ride, she was just like very pouty and didn't like me. And I was just like, get me the fuck home. Get me, get me out of this situation. Who does a fucking cartwheel in the middle airport? made a drink what is that ginger ale and vodka oh okay what kind of vodka give them the oh da 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 cheers that's good booze that tasted like a jolly rancher uh Maybe they should have done more cartwheels in this movie. Get away from Leatherface. Oh. I would love to see that. We're like a gymnast. Yeah, (laughs) right? I was like, yeah. (laughs) Leatherface Leatherface is just like, ying, 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 ying. Like, like holding it down by his his hips. He's in the the front Uh. of the the foreground. You see the back of his head, and in the distance, you see the gymnast, like, making it through the field doing all these cool maneuvers, getting further and further away. And then he lands it. Like, <laughs> and then just takes over, and Leatherface can't do shit about it. Like, 
<laughs> it's a very lackadaisical leather face <laughs> that's what they call it Ooh. um lackadaisical leather face so that's like a lackadaisical leather face like saying it you know lackadaisical leather face uh the arsonist, yeah. the, arsonist the, hu- the human torch was denied a bank loan <laughs> so unique new york unique new york <laughs> so we are supposed to cover the Wolfman, which we will, the Benicio del Toro. We're going to push that one week to drop the Texas Chainsaw Massacre because it just hit Netflix. It just came no, no. out. Not the, just Texas Chainsaw oh, Massacre. I'm sorry. Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2022 just came out, hit Netflix uh it wouldn't seem right if we didn't kind of jump on it quick i forgot about it or else we would have uh i forgot about it to be completely honest life is crazy uh we saw the new scream is out there i saw that uh i still have not uh all things i was looking forward to so we decided to jump in here and try and be a little quick on the draw with covering Texas Chainsaw Massacre that just came out and hit Netflix. And we will follow up and post the Wolfman episode from uh, 2010 next week. 2010, 2011. Benicio Beltoro. Either way. So calling an audible here and jumping in to cover this movie. I thought it would be a good idea. Let's do it now while it's fresh, while it's hot, while it's trending on Netflix. And uh, I watched it last night, and you watched it today. Yep. Um, let's talk about the trailer first, because well, how about this? I okay. I saw the poster. It was like, ooh, I was kind of rubbing my hands together. This is cool, fun. And then you told me what you thought about the trailer first. So why don't you go into that? uh the so the trailer came out i obviously watched it like as soon as it came out um i like the way it looked i really like the cinematography but uh right away i was just like "Uh (laughs) uh-oh harold delaney wants to have sex with me um i just uh one it's in modern day it's uh you know it's taken the halloween 2018 formula route um which we'll get into but that was obvious and then it was also very like millennials or gen z or whatever fucking generation it is with iphones and canceling and all that happy horse shit and i just said oh no like i want to see these people get killed for sure but also i don't want to be reminded of this shit so um i was just kind of like i honestly was i said it could be one way or the other um Okay, so you didn't leave the tra- the trailer with you had some oh no, but you still had the optimism I, that I had. I don't want to call it optimism. I was just kind of like, we'll see, because um, okay. we'll do we'll talk a little bit about the franchise of Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Um, I obviously don't want to get too deep into the other ones, but we kind of have to talk about them a little. Um, yeah. Well, we have to because yeah. there's some through lines let, here. Let me just say this: if anyone <laughs> goes like it's like. I don't know. It's hard to explain, but the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, okay? If you come out of it, any one of them, thinking like, oh, that was really bad. This was, that was horse shit. 
um what did you think you were going to see <laughs> like it's the texas chainsaw massacre um it, it, the first one gets i think you not you and i covered the first one mm. the original and i think i i i like it obviously it's a classic but i definitely don't revere it as this amazing horror film um unlike a lot of reviews i've been reading recently be comparing this one and the first one and the entire franchise people really give that first one so many props and i'm like i like it just uh i don't know just yeah i i think hold it in that high regard i think uh as the two of us i think maybe i like this is one of the ones that i'm more into than a franchise that i'm more into than you are with this well see that's what's no see that's what i was gonna say is like i know you love it even it's definitely not my favorite franchise but i love every single texas chainsaw massacre movie like i love them all i want them all on blu-ray um i like the lore of leatherface and not that it's anything too original or crazy but it's just i love like the texas setting and you know crazy fucking cannibal hillbilly killing people with chainsaws this is what we're this is something we need to note because we're going to keep going back to what you just said the yeah. texas the green there's a feel yeah. am i right an atmosphere yeah. that's yeah. that's going to be a through line that we're going to circle back to yeah. so. um and that with exception remains pretty pre, pretty much like a good uh constant throughout the series is like the bizarre macabre vibe that the movies have with like where it's located you know um with, with an exception or two um mm-hmm. So I was, you know, when they announced this movie, it was by the producer of the uh, the Evil Dead remake, which is pretty good. Um, also, he did the movie Don't Breathe, which is also a movie I'd like to cover sometime with you. Um, Fede, Fede Alvarez. He's a, he's a cool dude, a cool director. So he produced this. And I don't know the whole story, the backstory of how this thing was getting made. But I, I think I heard that, like, the original director either got fired or dropped out. So then a new director came in last minute and there was, there was two, everything. Yeah, there was two brothers, I think, Yeah, that left the project. Yeah, And also, this was originally slated for a theatrical release, but the yeah. test screenings were so bad, we did end up going with the Netflix route. Yeah, which, you know, is fine because, I don't know, at this point, I don't think Texas Chainsaw Massacre movies belong in theater. <laughs> um with the exception of you know one or two um but i don't know how i want to talk about this movie because i was excited because i'm always excited i was excited for scream i was excited for halloween kills even though i loathe halloween 2018 i was excited for halloween kills when i saw the trailer um i just bought the blu-ray from target for because it was on sale same here Um, same here we text about it yep um you know, uh, I'm not the biggest. Uh, what's another franchise that just to give a comparison to? Um, By the way, Dylan's looking around his room, and there's a leather face. There's a leather face mask behind him. Oh yeah, right so, over his shoulder. Well, I have two leather face masks: a leather face action figure, a leather face ornament. Um, and that's what I mean. Like I love the world of Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I used to have comic books of it. Um, I've always wanted to get a Leatherface tattoo because I think it's a cool lore um, and character. Well, I don't want to say character, but I guess. Um, and, and I love the masks. 
from Trick or Treat Studios. Like, I want to have them all because they look so mm-hmm. fucking good. Mm-hmm. Um, they're some of my favorite things that I have in this room. Um, but I, anyways, I'm trying to think of another. How about Child, Child's Play? Child, okay, fine. Yeah. Child's Play is definitely a franchise. I'm not the biggest, like, let me watch a Chucky movie. You know, I, very rarely do I want to do that. But okay. if they announced a new one, I'd be like, okay. Like, they have that TV show. I'd like to check it out sometime. Mm-hmm. Um, excuse me. But Leatherface, I'm a little bit more, like, they could announce a new one tomorrow, and I'd be like, okay, let's do it. <laughs> like, fuck it. Um, if they offered me a chance to direct a Texas Chainsaw Massacre movie, I'd fucking kill for it. Um, that said, um, I think when this, when, just when I saw the trailer, too, it's just because Scream just came out which I don't want to get to it. I thought it was a disappointment. That's all I'm going to say. Um, and it, it, I actually think I disliked it more than I disliked Halloween 2018. Holy um, shit. Um, and I love the screen movies. But anyways, so I felt a little bit like, fuck me. Especially in the trailer, we see Sally Hardesty is coming back and not the same actress because the original actress died unfortunately yeah she passed away um, in like 2014 i believe yeah so i thought that bringing the character back was just pretty much just copying halloween 2018 and then i didn't the actress is fine but it just didn't really have the same kind of oomph of bringing that character back because who gives a fuck about sally hardesty like here's the thing okay yeah let's go with that for one second I thought she was a great final girl when we watched when we rewatched uh, from '74 the OG. Yeah, I was like, damn, you know how is she not? I mean, she is an incredible final girl. She been through some shit, horrific shit. She's in the back of that thing driving away. But I gotta say, when I saw her in this, and she's got the gray hair, this cowboy, she had the same vibe of it seemed, and maybe I don't know if this is a detriment to what they were going for but with halloween and jamie lee curtis and laurie strode coming back as this gray-haired badass who's kind of crazy who just wants revenge it it hit too close well let's talk about that when we kind of get there um remind me to talk about the script and like her character specific specifically specifically yeah specifically um pacifically um (laughs) well let's just jump in you know the movie is it's a texas chainsaw massacre movie so leatherface is just going to kill some people it doesn't really matter um but we start off with uh what i actually thought was really cool where it's like a documentary of what happened in 74 and that's the way they kind of like it's almost like a recap right in the beginning in a gas station Mm. um and there's like texas chainsaw massacre merchandise and like leatherface um or i mean leatherface memorabilia and fucking like chainsaw corkscrews i actually thought that was really i was like okay that's that's cool that's interesting um i like that that's fine but then very 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 quickly i realized like oh fuck i don't like any of our lead characters and i'm not going to like them um they're all very they're driving a fucking tesla like vehicle that has autopilot and they're all like influencers and one girl survived a school shooting which i really didn't want but i actually thought that was interesting too had they done it differently um 
like I kind of get what they were going for, but they kind of did it too on the nose. I wish they had done it a little differently. Um, but like right away, there's this guy who pulls up at the gas station and he's wearing a gun on his hip and he's a Texan, you know, he's a big truck. The, the curly haired girl makes like a comment, obviously loud enough to say like, how small of a dick is he compensating for having to carry a fucking gun around? And I just wanted to go like, mind your fucking business, number one. Number two, like, yeah, say that louder to the guy with a gun who you don't know who the fuck he is. And by the way, we're kind of supposed to root for you as this goes along. Yeah. And but and you know what my problem was? It's like, okay, they took a they took a shot with this modern day influencer gamble of tiktokers the there's just the fact that the term influencer is a thing and i think they leaned into wanting to see those people killed so maybe we could have had a little bit of um what was the what was the bobcat gold wait directed film of um only fuck america god bless america god bless america I thought we could, that seceded and what I wanted you, where you they brought these characters and you wanted to get them killed. And it this did it too, but for whatever reason, it didn't feel the same. I feel like it, this, this movie went for multiple things. It didn't quite hit the mark on any of them. Well, that's what I want to talk to. I just don't want to spoil anything just yet. Um, when I kind of work our way through it, but yeah, these characters and they're all, of course they're like, they're anti-gun. They're fucking they're influencers, they're super liberal, they're Black Lives Matter. Not saying that any of those things are particularly like bad or wrong or off-putting, but when it's just all of these things that are constantly in our society, it's like, I don't want to watch a Leatherface movie to think about these things. Like, I want to escape reality. So kill these fuckers as soon as possible, which is a problem when you kind of want, you kind of need to root for your heroes a little bit. You have to root for somebody. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's exactly what I wanted to say. With when they start with all this shit, this movie wasn't a getaway for me anymore. I, I honestly, I missed being back in '74 in a hot, uncomfortable van. This movie yeah. lacked the uncomfortability that I think is needed yeah. for a Texas Chainsaw Massacre yeah. movie. Yep. Yeah. It never got there with me. Now, suspense. They did hit it at certain points with suspense. Yeah. but not that uncomfortability that I was looking for. Yeah. Well, so the big problem right out of the gate, though, is their characters are very cardboard, very uh, unlikable, forgettable. There's every, it feels like their script was like on fast forward. Everything that like all the beats that we, we would normally get that would maybe feel a little stretched out so we could get a little bit more character development. It was just like, go, go. Like, here we are at this town. Okay. Oh, we already have Leatherface. Here he is. Um, Oh, they're already splitting up all within like 20 minutes. I was like, holy shit, what's the runtime of this movie? Because we're fucking just moving through shit. And then I thought it was a little confusing too. Like I didn't quite understand what the fuck was happening with these influencers going to this town that I guess they bought. Even though they're all like only 20, you know, younger than me or my age, 27 something. But yet they managed to buy a fucking town or or either that or they were like coordinating with the bank to do an influencer auction for the town to build this like community and i was uh, i wanted to admire it because it was different 
Yes. It, and it could have been interesting, but instead it feels kind of just like, ah, here's this idea. Here's this draft of the script. Oh, do you want me to write another draft? Or is, no, 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 this is good. We're going to roll with this. Yeah, nothing was uh, set in stone or nothing was, we didn't get to digest a lot of anything to really sink our teeth in anything. It's basically, we are told this is what's happening, this is what's happening, we're doing this now, we're doing this now, we're doing this now. Even with the, um, the, like the one black dude in the group, the young dude who's, who's kind of seems like the, Dante kind of seems like the leader and he's got his girl, his fiance, right? Aren't they their fiance? So when she's off going through her own shit, which I actually thought she did a great job, uh, there was part of me that wanted to feel more emotion when he was still alive and somewhere off his girlfriend was gone, which I know we're jumping over, but we'll get to it. There's a lot of ways I feel like they went for, but just didn't hit the mark on any of it. And there's some things you, I give it credit for. Uh, well, yeah, like I said, I want to save some stuff to like, do a grand scheme at the end, but but we find out the guy with the gun, you know, he's like helping fix up the town or being paid to. And I thought we got a nice little scene with him and the younger sister, I forget her name. Um, and she's the one who was in a survivor school shooting. So a little too like, oh God, she survived a school shooting and she thinks she should have died. And now she's gonna, All right. yeah, she thinks she's marked by death. Like, okay, fine, fuck it. She's final final destination or some shit. <laughs> she's scared of guns and that kind of thing. I was just like, you know what? I'm fine with it. At least it's, at least it's an attempt at giving us a character. Um, but there wasn't a big, uh, they didn't really pay it off. Like if she has like PTSD, they, they, I mean, well, no, I guess I they, think they well, paid maybe. it off a little bit. Enough for me to go like, okay. Um, but like the other okay. sister, the curly hair girl. So they get there to the town and they find this old woman who is still living in the orphanage or whatever. And they're like, you're not supposed to be here. They're kind of assholes to her. They call the cops on her and she starts like having a heart attack. And Leatherface is there, not in a human mask yet. Um, mm-hmm. And he goes in the cop van with them and the curly hair girl gets like really bothered by the fact that like they've done this to this woman, which I thought was kind of weird because a minute ago she was just being a fucking bitch to everybody. And now all of a sudden she feels bad for this old woman. So what, uh, just so I understand exactly what was going on here, they're going into this orphanage, uh, ex orphanage. Yeah. So they're going in the orphanage to try and tear down this Confederate flag that's hanging up because you know, it's Texas. Like, Oh, I love their reaction to like, oh fuck no. Like we can't have this. Like, no one's gonna want to buy this building. Cause right, you can't take down a fucking flag. Like, yeah, yeah. We have to get that down. Someone should tell them, like, hey, just because you buy the building, like that's it's history. Yeah. It's an old ass community. <laughs> yeah. So basically, uh, so they go into this ex-orphanage, and this is where this woman is living with her son Butterface. Right, uh, but she still is claiming she's like, no. I own this place. I own the rights to this place, and they're just sitting there. She has a psychopath on, like at her disposal. Or oh, I don't want to. She's not having him go and kill, but they're at bay. Yeah, and she's like, no. Like I have the, <clears throat> which turns out to be another through line later, which I do appreciate. They do go back to that. Uh, 
but they're like no we got this this time we're buying this town we're taking this town we're taking the flag down whatever and she ends up having a heart attack over it to where the bearded the the hot bearded manly texan guy yeah richter the guy who was i like i was he was like the one person i was a fan of yeah i like i, I was like this is the character i want to latch on to i like this guy he had the most i had the most emotional attachment to that character and we'll go through it later because i actually thought there was a possible something else going on with him i was most intrigued by that character yeah but we lost him early spoiler we lose him a little too early for my taste yeah i like uh, well, let's talk about this old lady because i'm not gonna lie i didn't like this setup she's in, she's been running this orphanage forever and i guess you know young leatherface grew up there and that's kind of like his i guess mom character even though she's never seen in the original he's living with, so we never get like a mention of what happened to the family for this is supposed to be a direct sequel to the 74 one so it's yeah. like what happened to the family you were with you know like what happened to all that um i almost would have preferred if this movie set it up like they they pull into this town they have an auction and then like all these influencers are just going around like looking at the buildings they've bought or just kind of exploring and leatherface just starts picking them off like they're like intruding on his turf instead why do we need to have leatherface lose his quote quote mom which i guess pisses him off and then causes him to go on a fucking rampage it's weird it feels out of place in my opinion um and kind of unnecessary like to have this woman character who i don't give a fuck about because she's a you know she probably knows about so she's not a good person so i don't feel bad about her dying um i don't like these influencers so right away i like richter and i like i said i like the other younger sister character because at least she kind of has a little bit of charm and she has a little bit of character and naivete that works like she doesn't want to be there she wants to leave and that's fine um but then it's not too long that we start getting fucking like it just as soon as the old woman dies it's just like here we go this is the movie they people are just going to start dropping um and in that sense i think that's when the movie's pretty fucking fun but you can't say there's not some fun in this man Um, oh i gotta say that just like Halloween Kills, it's it's kind of stupid, but it's fun. And they the fun that we get could could have the it could have been so much worse. It could have been oh no. But I tell you what, I've never seen a movie. Okay, so they're in the ambulance. Leather, you know, Leatherface is in there. She kicks it, and the paramedics are openly talking we're gonna she's about to croak they're they're not being very you know you know easy with this shit and so she does she flatlines she's out and then something switches to the point where it was almost unnoticeable where the movie was telling you now we're gonna have some fun which i liked like cool like sex cool let's do this and the way he starts it leatherface or is back there with another paramedic, has him by the arm, like, oh, the cop, snaps his wrist, the bone is sticking out of his wrist. It was, oh, okay, now we're starting, and stabs him in the neck with his own wrist bone. 
I mean, as far as starting up with, you know, a scene, talk about, hey, talk about risk-taking. A risk-taking scene, right? Talk about getting boned. That's a... (laughs) Dude, talk... (laughs) Talk about a risk-taking getting bone scene. We start off hot with that. And I was like, okay, this is yeah. fucking fun. And the car, what, what like what happens? Like the driver ends up getting shot the, with the, the cop, gun. Yeah, and then the, the, the cop drives off the road through like a sunflower. Um, and slams into it, it all was so violent and aggressive. And I have a touch of PS, uh, P, uh, PTSD and being in uh, vehicles. And even though I struggle with that sentence, that's not just because I'm scared. I'm not in a vehicle right now. But I have a touch of PTSD from being in vehicles. And whenever there's like a jarring car, like mm-hmm. smash, it's, yeah, it's a little tough. So I thought that whole scene was really effective. And the driver and our girl, the girl, one of the influencers, the girl, the fiance of the black guy that we were talking about earlier, Dante, decides to go along with. Yeah, which was so, also a little weird unto itself. Like who? I, like why? Well, let's talk about a few things that are that are weird. That's one of them. Um, even though this script is kind of pretty much non-existent and thin and not well thought out. It also does just fucking weird shit, like where the blonde is like, I'll go with her because like the curly haired girl wants to go to make sure the old woman's okay. And she's like, I'm not gonna, like, someone needs to go with her. And the blonde's like, I'll go, I'll go. You guys need to stay here and do the auction. It's like, why are you all of a sudden responsible for this old woman who's a fucking weirdo? Number one. Number two, and this kind of bugged me a little bit, but I quickly realized if I want to enjoy this movie, you have to just turn off your brain. And that's kind of a detriment to the movie, but also if you're watching the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, any one of them, and you're thinking, uh-oh, I didn't have my brain turned on. <laughs> like, what? yeah, no shit. You don't need it. Like, it's Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Um, but Leatherface is, like, not old. <laughs> and he fucking should be. He should be an old fucking man. And instead, he looks like he maybe aged 10 years like or age hasn't aged at all because he's running he's doing all kinds of shit throwing a chainsaw around a sledgehammer um all kinds of crazy being shot fucking stabbed and still carrying on so i had to just go like fuck it whatever even though it's been what 40 years 50 years oh sally even says it i've waited 50 years yeah it's just like Ah, oh. okay there he is he should be like 70 your ass. at least uh. um and then just other shit like that pops out throughout the movie you know um well what uh, that the, that moment in the trailer where we see him in the the field oh right yeah it was so cool obviously when you see it in the trailer it looked i thought it looked fucking great but when you watch the movie, you do realize quickly, oh, that was just a trailer shot. <laughs> it had no bearing on the movie. It was a three sec. What you saw in the trailer, they just tossed it in the movie. It was, yeah. it was kind of a throwaway. 
How about the fact that Leatherface, though, it's kind of dope. I was like, oh, he cuts the fucking face off the old lady that died, his mom. Yeah. And where's that shit? That's pretty gnarly. Um, and she's watching it in the rearview mirror. Yeah. She's still alive. And she thinks the driver next to her is dead. She just watched a man get stabbed with his own wrist bone to death. And this was actually suspenseful. She's grabbing like the CB radio and trying to make the call. I, I, yeah. I enjoyed that whole part i was i was suspenseful i got it the guy and then the guy is not the driver's not dead and you almost feel for her like oh shut the fuck up no please please." and she's just watching this face get cut off and he comes in finishes the driver off and of course she gets caught and then takes a gnarly just gutting from the guy and then I think you see tears come out of her face after she dies, like tears drip out. Yeah. And it's where it's on. Yeah. So then almost, imme- yeah. almost immediately we go back to the town and Dante gets a meat cleaver to the face, which we see cut his jaw Ooh. like a Glasgow smile almost, just fucking gnarly looking as shit. Um, he stumbles out into the rain. Richter finds him. Um, Everyone's getting on the bus. Uh, meanwhile, the curly-haired girl is hiding from Leatherface in the house, and Richter comes in trying to help, and him and Leatherface ha- have a brawl. And, ooh! Like, Buddy. Leatherface hits him in the leg with a sledgehammer. We'll, we'll get to see his leg. Completely snap and go as if I went and grabbed one of these clothed NECA figures and just did a snap. Uh, that was gnarly. He's face first on the ground. He takes the old hammer to the back of the head. Like six times to where his head's just a puddle. And then yeah, and then he keeps doing it to the point where I out loud said, okay, I can't take anymore. We get it. Good crow. Yeah. Uh, so what they did, like there was gnarly shit in this that was mm-hmm. done and a very effective suspense, yeah. uh, kills, gore. A lot was good about it. So, well, yeah. going back to just to get this out of the way, uh, you said you know he cut the face off the his mother figure of all this. What did you think of his overall look in this movie? The look of Leatherface. You know that's interesting, actually. Um, when I saw the trailer and the poster, I didn't like it. I was like, oh, okay, this that's kind of boring, like. I bet that's the only mask he's going to wear in the whole movie. He's never going to switch masks. Like, that's our Leatherface. Because um, let's get this out of the way right now. My favorite looking Leatherface is from the remake, 2003. Looks so fucking badass. Uh, yeah. Like, yeah. that to me is Leatherface. Um, but when I watched the movie, I actually really dug his look. I like that he eventually, especially eventually when he had the apron on with the tie, the yellow chainsaw. Mm-hmm the mask it looked it looked sick like i'd be like okay i actually would buy a figure of this or the trick-or-treat studios mask i even looked at shirts because i liked the way he looked in this um compared to previous uh entries um so then we have the curly haired girl and an actually pretty well like executed scene of her trying to escape usually i hate like in horror movies escape scenes where girls are trying to hide and um you know crawl and escape things like it just can to me it can just drag on for me in this like because i kind of didn't care if she lived or died 
I was just having fun with whatever was going on. Um, he's, you know, throwing the chainsaw through the floor. She's trying to crawl out. He's dragging it up. I'm thinking like, oh shit, she's about to get it up the snatch. Like, oh no. Um, instead he hits a pipe and it's a sewage pipe and shit just fucking yeah. covers her ass. Um, that was the most that they touched on the uncomfortability that I was looking for. Because mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. one of the other ones, you remember one takes like um, cow or pig guts to the face. I forgot which one I saw where there was like a gnarly scene where she like gets it in the fucking face. Of Texas Chainsaw has an uncomfortability. Yeah. And I think that was probably the closest. That was our, that's what we got for this one, at least, where yeah. she's just covered in shit to the point where I wish more people. I kept like thinking of jokes as the movie went on. I know we got to get out of here, but first, you smell like shit. Like, I, it's great that it's raining right now because she was. Wow, comp- someone, wow, someone really scared the shit out of you, huh? She's like, you don't understand what I went to. I was like, no, I think I do. Good girl. You're a shitty actress. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine that dialogue? Um, that's, you know, the imp- that's, the, that's the improv that they keep. What a shitty actress. And, uh, you know, so then from there, um, Sally Hardesty gets notified by the gas station attendant who hears the CB radio that I guess Leatherface is in Harlow. So then she, Jimmy Lee Curtis, is up and gets a shotgun and a bag and a cowboy hat on and drives away from her house to go. I hey, guess. did you did you see the remember the Harlow sign? No. Where they showed uh, Harlow and population. Mm-hmm. I want to say this is true. I think population was 1974. Oh, was it? Yeah, I believe so. Which I oh, thought I, didn't was, see that. I like little shit like that. I believe that's what it was. If I'm wrong, maybe I'm ma- making that up and to seem cooler than it was. But but um, yeah, so yeah okay. goes to the sunflower field and. Finds the van crash and finds the mom sitting upright with her face skinned off, which was cool. But then we don't see Sally again until the end. So she, right now she's only had two microscopic scenes. And uh, then we forget her, about her for a little bit because the two sisters are running around. They get into the bus with all the other no-name, just people, uh, body count fodder. Fodder, yeah. There's a bank character I thought that might be a character. Uh, a, a black lady who I thought she was going to be more of a character but you know what that still worked well enough for me because at all the deaths that happened that we're about to cover in this bus when she got it it did kind of take because I thought she might be more of a character Okay, it did make me more affected by yeah, it I, mean, oh, I didn't care wow. I was just like okay cool Dope. So, so although it didn't lead anywhere it wasn't a disappointment as I was with Richter so we'll see. It's like I obviously I like this bus scene because it's fun, but it's also like, damn, you guys had this town, and you only went into the orphanage and like one other building. I think they go into. I wanted to see more of this town. I, I wanted, you know. Instead, it's just. It, I mean, like now we're like at the end of the movie. Basically, this fucking thing's just like moving, moving, moving. There's no time to like let their. We didn't get the geography of the town nearly yeah. as much as I wanted to. As it was like that town and ha- house of wax, I felt maybe we understood more than the yeah. So I yeah, they went into one building, right? 
And then the one at the end where they like, you know, and then the, the one at the end. And that so. gets kind of frustrating because it's like, damn, you could have had these influencers. Forget the old woman fucking shit because that offers nothing. There's no history with her. There's no, there's nothing like she doesn't tell a story. Not like we don't need it. Leatherface lives in this town. That's all we need to know. Well, there's multiple like, reasons why that that failed. One, when she showed up and maybe people were thinking, wow, what a great moment. Sally, after all these years, it didn't land. One, it's not Sally. Yeah. Two, we've seen it with Jamie Lee, Jamie Lee Curtis. That's not, you know, Laurie Schrode. It's actually Laurie Schrode. And like three, they it wasn't effective like she comes in and she sees like i've been waiting 50 years and she has a gun on leatherface head she's carrying around a polaroid of her friends in this van she could have capped him right there and says you don't you don't even remember me and she just let leatherface get so and walks by her yeah by the way we just watched his sisters who were rooting for get into her car and my first thought was well if you're going to go out and fight leatherface cool have at it give them the fucking keys right well let's let's talk about the bus scene real quick because oh, i yeah, thought it was yeah. funny that they they get on the bus they have the bus keys they're moving they're driving out of town nobody else really understands what's happening but they're going and all you hear is like the chainsaw i guess like hit the bus or something but the bus doesn't go like or nothing happens the bus no. driver stops the bus to go get out and go look. And get out and go look. And the baker's like, what are you doing? No, 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 don't go out there. And he's still just like, next thing you know, and then we see his head get thrown inside. And then Leatherface gets on board. I'm cutting off Phyllis's head with a chainsaw. I was about to say, fucking Andy Bernard is getting on. The fact that you did that. And there was a chainsaw bit that he did and it lined up that well. It almost bothers me. I love it. Uh, what if Andy so Bernard hopped on the bus and he's just suffering through his anger management? <laughs> Andy Bernard's wearing Michael Scott's face. He's wearing Phyllis's face. Oh my god. That's a horrible that'd, that, 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 that'd be a uh, that'd be a twist. The slaughter uh, the slaughter office. Oh, that's a cool title for like an 80s horror flick. Hopefully we, hopefully we cover it so leatherface gets on this bus with all these partying influencers that we all want to die and they all all the phones come up you're gonna get, and this they was make, in the trailer and they make the you do anything you're gonna get canceled joke and then he proceeds leatherface that is proceeds to just shred through these motherfuckers to the point where he's tossing legs over his shoulder you remember that <laughs> yeah, dude i gotta uh, admit if you don't think this is I, it, whatever you think, maybe if you want to say this doesn't belong in the franchise, I don't like this. If but at the end of the day, if you don't think this is fucking fun, yeah, get the come on, guy, yeah. <laughs> girl, yeah. come on. That that was good fun. I literally turned to the person I was watching. I was like, I don't know how I feel about this being a part of the Texas Chainsaw Massacre franchise and whatnot, but I can't lie, this. I was like, because I, I did, I admit, I kind of groaned with the cancel. There was so, the influence. Yes. I, I want to get away. I was yes. so groan, not cringe, but just groan. Like, oh, don't remind me of this. Don't, I don't want to hear about TikTok and shit while watching Texas Chainsaw Massacre. But when he's cutting through motherfuckers that you don't like, 
this was a good time. This was fun, man. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the bus scene was gnarly and dope. And one of the things I noticed is like, I really love the way the blood looked in it. Usually blood looks too much like syrup or, you know, maybe a little too pink and whatever. For some reason, I was like, this looks sick. Like, this I love the blue lighting. The, the blood looks sick. The rain. Leatherface standing in there all drenched in blood and rain. Um, and the two sisters managed to get out of the bathroom and um, the blood comes from underneath the door while they're hiding in the bathroom was also a cool touch and they bring back the corkscrew that the girl bought from the gas station and stabs Leatherface in the arm which I thought would have maybe come back a little later to save the day but fine Um, and then they managed to get out of the bus Um, and I will say this about the bus scene it actually that's the one moment where I felt like an element of horror like where I genuinely was like, oh, fuck. Like, I don't like these people, but I can sympathize. Like, could you imagine being stuck on a fucking bus where this motherfucker is just... They played in that, that, that claustrophobia a little bit. Because imagine... You're that shot of all the hands on the window with oh, blood. Yeah. yeah. That was good oh. shit. And then the, 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 the girl that you were talking about, who we thought could potentially be a bigger part of this movie, maybe save the... Who knows? She, she's the one who actually gets to a window to go to get out. She does make it out, but only half of her. Yeah, <laughs> well, her and all her inside snakes <laughs> collapse to a a wet flop on the ground. But oh, I, I got hot snakes coming out. Of my- got, yeah, she did. She did. Uh, uh, then Sally shows up after the our two sisters get out of the. The yep. bus, and I was like, okay, fine. And they get in the back, and uh, it's a police car, so they're locked in, and they're freaking out, telling her to go. And she's just like, I've waited 50 years for this. He's come for me. <laughs> oh, yeah, I can finish it. Evil dies tonight. That it, kind of ma- it makes her seem like a fucking idiot when the other face doesn't remember. <laughs> Dude, who the fuck Dude, are you? That's going to get my... Hold on. We're going to get there, because that's my point I want to make. Um so then she gets out of the car. She like tries finding him, and she finally finds him. And she's using the girls as kind of, a, I guess, as bait. And um, bait. <laughs> dude, he he, he goes. She goes in there. And she's like saying her friend's name and like say my name. And Leatherface is just looking at her like. <laughs> and then he gets up and walks out. And she's like, "You don't remember me." And then uh, he goes and attacks the girls in the car they manage uh and then sally obviously fights off with leatherface but then he fucks her with the chainsaw um what if she went in there and was like see my name and leatherface like did like a solo cup and they played that little rift in the beginning like, like say my name say my, say name. my name you had to kind of shady <laughs> oh my god say my name say my oh my god could you imagine the end credits of this movie they call like- me sally where, like the credits are rolling up on the right hand side and then Leatherface walks in on the left and he just does like a Les Grossman from Tropic Thunder just say my name say my name me Sally. <laughs> um but so Sally eats it pretty pathetically um Leatherface gets her kills her hold on I think I have I I think I kind of actually liked it for a reason and we'll get there um then the girls try hitting Leatherface with the car and they crash and the sister gets stuck and the other sister like runs away and the um the leather face is about to kill the girl and you hear hey leather fuck and he turns 
and the the school shooting survivor girl has the ar-15 she saw earlier that she had picked up and she goes to shoot it and it goes click and i actually kind of i was like you know what fuck it i like that they gave her a little bit of something like ah she picked up a gun like okay cool but it goes click (laughs) dude i let out a jolly fucking laugh because she goes click and then Leatherface goes ring <laughs> throws the Leatherface throws the chainsaw in the air and like runs after her like so quickly and she books it. I fucking laughed so hard, dude. I was like, I'm I'm enjo- I'm having a good time. This is fine. Um, stupid but fine. Um, oh, like by, it's still- by the way, Sally, when she got killed, she, when she took the chainsaw. <laughs> She was held up in, <laughs> in the air. Yeah. Blood going out. Fucking. And then he fucking flings her like into across garbage. the street. <laughs> hey, guess what, guys? She, she's not dead. Dude. So then uh, <laughs> the, the sister makes it out and she's like, the chick uh, from she's the chick from fucking Austin, the first Austin Powers. Why won't you die? <laughs> You can't win powers. <laughs> Takes a fucking rocket to the chest. Good crow, man. All right, go ahead. This oh. was fun. I had it on in the background. I kept hearing over my shoulder watching it. This was one of my favorite movies. <laughs> um, so, so uh, the chick runs away and... Um, I think she's trying to run and then sally goes like don't run she's still alive she's like don't run or he'll always haunt you and um yeah don't run like and then she loads the shotgun and like throws the shotgun at her so the girl picks up the shotgun and goes hunting for leatherface which again i thought was cool like she's they could have handled it better but because it's this movie yeah fine at least like she's going on some excuse me, I kind of like our final girl quote quote a little bit, enough to where I'm rooting for her kind of, and I'm having a good time, so I'm fine. Um, so she's hunting Leatherface in this, uh, you know, an abandoned building. He tackles her, the shotgun gets dropped. She climbs out of water and he, he's, a, he's about to chainsaw her to death and she has flashbacks of being on the floor of the high school where she got shot. Um, and the sister comes to the rescue and is on him, fighting him. He throws her off, is about to chainsaw her, and then the girl shotguns him a couple times, making him drop the chainsaw. And then our other sister grabs up the chainsaw and kind of like clips him with an uppercut to the face, and he falls back in the water and sinks. Yeah, um, the person I was watching with literally went, oh, did she catch his chin there up on the upward which gave me an inkling of oh boy but then he goes into the water and he's sinking he's been shot they were gonna do a freddy versus jason thing where like she throws the chainsaw on top of him like the machete oh yes they they let it they let it sink down hold on did you hear that yeah Alexa? My Alexa just started talking to me for zero reason. And I, last night. I don't have her name set as Alexa. So she, if I, even if I say it, she shouldn't respond. I changed her name because of that reason. Ziggy. 
Do you like the Texas Chainsaw Massacre? <laughs> I watched it upstairs. I didn't watch it down here with her. Um, so and we just do. We just went through the movie so quickly, and that's kind of the problem. It's like there isn't a lot there, but what it is fun if you turn your brain off. Um, and then you think Leatherface is dead, and then we get to my favorite fucking scene of the whole movie. Um, the girls get back in the car. It's morning. They get back in the car. They hit Tesla. the autopilot. The, the Tesla, Tesla, right? They hit the autopilot, and the and the sister's like, "It's really cheesy on the nose dialogue." And she goes like, "You know, I changed my mind. I think I will move here with you." They're like, and they seem completely unbothered by the events that have happened to them, dude. Like, oh, by the way, remember earlier when we touched on the car wreck and something went through her fucking leg, and we were like, "No, you go ahead and go. We're past that now." She, I mean, we, she got carried around and she skipped and hopped. But even though she took a rod through the leg, that didn't matter anymore. And by the way, where was the Tesla during all of this? It was parked. It was, parked. It was just parked there. So they had, I, I don't know. I had the, Turn this, your brain by off. The way, by, the way, by the way, we both watched this one time. Yep. We just watched it and now we're talking about it. It's not. We're not talking about a movie that we've covered multiple times and looked into. So if we miss some shit, forgive us. Okay. Just like Halloween Kills. Yeah. Watched they, that and then immediately talked about it. Immediately, which an immediate, uh, you know, covering something immediately after watching it will probably always be different than watching it after another full watch with you know whatever fresh eyes as you might say but yeah so go ahead i mean you're so your favorite scene because they're in the car they're like making cheesy jokes to where it's like you know i i said oh fuck like don't fuck up right now i was having fun don't fuck up with this cheesy dialogue like oh i'll move here now with you sis and the girl goes like i'll fuck off and the tesla starts moving and suddenly leatherface breaks the fucking window in and pulls the curly haired girl out as the vehicle's moving, girl doesn't think to maybe hit stop on the, you know, truck. Instead, the vehicle's just moving. She's looking out the sunroof at Leatherface, cutting off her sister's fucking head with a chainsaw and holding it up <laughs> as the Tesla just continues to move away. Like, no! Yeah. no! For the sunroof. Um, and uh, then Leatherface does his classic dance with the chainsaw and the head, and then we cut to credits. Um, I love the ending. I rewound it five times because <laughs> I was just so, it, it just put such a smile on my face of like, this is dope. <laughs> this is stupid <laughs> as fuck. This is stupid as fuck, but this is dope. Um, All right, well, I, go I, ahead. Go ahead. We just covered it. Go ahead and say your full overall opinion okay. of the movie. Just just throw it out. Um, oh, real quick. Did you know there was an end credit scene? Did you watch that? Yes, I was going to ask you about that next. Okay. Like what it was, um, what you thought about. Well, let's talk about that real quick so that way we can say we covered the whole movie. Okay. Um, I thought it was unneeded, but fine. I don't know. I mean, I, thankfully streaming, we can fast forward through the fucking credits to see what the end credit scene is. Yeah. Um, but it's just him walking back to his house from the original and then we, you know, that's it. And yeah. I, I, oh, no, I, no, 
I mean, it's the after credits scene. I thought it was actually really cool. They didn't need to do that, and they did. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Yeah, fine. Yeah. Um, so my, 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 I actually, I've been reading a lot of spoiler-free reviews about this movie just leading up to it, because I was just like, people were trashing it. It has low scores. Um, people, other people were like, oh, it's fun. And like, it's one of the, you know. Before, the before, before watching it or after? Before. Okay. Okay. Um, and I, cause I just was curious and then, uh, but I still went into it with an open mind cause it's Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I'm a, okay. Let's talk a little bit about the franchise. Cause like I said, I love them all. Every single one of them. The first one's a classic. The second one, I think, uh, is like a great black comedy. Yep. Um, and it's just really interesting. I think the third one is like a solid slasher. Um, and I like the look of it. The fourth one is one of the funniest fucking movies I've ever seen in my life. You and I shared that special memory of uh, uh, watching yeah. it together for the first time, That's which right. I hope we can watch again. Maybe we'll watch it again and do a pod. We got to do in, that in person. We have to. We have to. Um, then they went and did the remake, which is one of my all-time favorite horror movies ever. They took from two thousand three. Same. Solid fucking remake. Um, solid movie. It's solid slasher flick. Solid horror flick. And that's that. Probably the one that had that got everything right. And yet that one gets a lot of hate. When I'm like, they did fucking awesome character development in that. They gave us like really memorable characters. They gave Leatherface a family that was just as memorable and interesting as the original. Um, I I gave a shit about the face, the boyfriend of Jessica Biel, who's we didn't get to know him that much. But within the time that we knew him, I gave a shit when that shit was happening. One, you know what helped? We uh, the girlfriend watched it happen. Yeah. So that by far one of my all time. Well, they took their top five remakes. If you go watch that remake, they take their time with their characters until they start getting knocked off. This, well, we start off and we're like, oh, we don't like them. They're influencers and they're really annoying and just super, let's change the world and everything. It's like, yeah, your idealistic vision is just not logical with compatible with human beings. Sorry to say, Um, but I love that remake. Then they did a prequel to the remake, which I think is just as fucking solid. Like it made me want a third one just so I could have a little bit of a trilogy. But of course they didn't do that. Instead, they rebooted it with Texas Chainsaw 3D, which I know you haven't seen yet, right? No. Texas Chainsaw 3D? Okay. No. Can't wait to watch that one with you. It gets a lot of hate. I love it. It's silly as shit. Uh, It's probably worse. It's probably the worst one in the entire... No. The McConaughey one's the worst one, um, but this, but Texas Chainsaw is just like McConaughey may be the worst one, but I bet as far as rewatchability, it's not the maybe, bottom. maybe. But Texas Chainsaw, I think they all have a good rewatchability factor to each and every one of them. Um, Texas Chainsaw 3D is just a silly movie. It kind of is like this one, where you just got to turn your brain off and have fun. But I think this one's way more fun than the 3D one. Um, and they're both direct sequels to the first one, um, which is interesting. So then we get, um, oh, then after that, they did just call it a movie called Leatherface, which was a super prequel to like a very young Leatherface. So like a prequel to the first movie where it like shows like the which one, of a, which one, 
the one they did before this one. It's just called Leatherface. It came out in 2017, I think. Which one did he start off and he got fired from his factory job? That was 2006. That was the prequel to the remake. I like that. Yeah, that one's solid. That, uh, yeah, the that two, one's solid. The remake and the remake prequel are my, like, fuck, I love them. I, okay. They're on Netflix right now. And I, after watching this one, I watched clips from oh, both of them because I was okay. just like, oh, I, you know, I love those movies. Um, so then they did the Leatherface uh, prequel where Leatherface is a young kid the entire movie. Um, and I thought that was okay. I only saw it once. I'd like to rewatch it. I thought it was fine. It was cool. It felt like a one-off comic book, you know? Um, yeah. And I was cool with that. And then same with this. This felt like a one-off comic book. And it was fun. And I thought this was way more fun than uh, Texas Chainsaw 3D and maybe Leatherface because I can't remember it. Um, but I just love these movies, man. They're, I might shit on like maybe some of the candy mans or you know some of the you know just other shit but texas chainsaw massacre i think it's like just a pass because it's just a fucking guy with a chainsaw and wearing a human mask obviously i'd love to see them do things more like the like get it right like the remake did where they have solid characters and like story and atmosphere and like that world that that movie has is just so grody like Leatherface's lair is just so fucking you feel like you just want to take a shower um and it lingers with you i don't know if this movie would linger with me but i had a blast while watching it um so i i get the hate that this movie gets i totally do but if you just turn your brain off and have fun and that's kind of what i said about halloween kills is i think halloween kills the only (sighs) halloween kills is dumb but I think they were trying to go for like serious, which makes it even kind of funnier. Um, but everyone who loved Halloween 2018 hates Halloween kills. I hated Halloween 2018 because I thought it was dumb. So I was knew what to expect for Halloween kills. So I had fun with this. It's Texas Chainsaw Massacre. So I'm going to have fun. Unless and, it's just that. And you know what I think speaks for it is you have to think this movie knows what it is. Oh, so that brings me to the point I wanted to make, dude. I almost can't decide if the screenwriter and the filmmakers, if they were writing this to actually kind of be like a, to kind of make fun of this generation and the current like reboot sequel mania, like almost like kind of poking fun at Halloween 2018 because how on the nose it is, like with Sally coming back. Because what makes me say that is they like sally is not a character in this they no. like could you imagine if Lori, if in halloween 2018 as soon as Lori met up with michael he just fucking killed her <laughs> like i mean didn't they kind of do that and what in halloween they killed her off pretty quick in one of the flicks yeah that, yeah and how but they were doing that to like just move on i'm saying like to, to move on what i think okay. this movie did it as a joke I think that was the whole setup of the Sally character was like... Oh, I could totally see that. That makes me think higher of the movie because to me, it's very obvious that, okay, we didn't get a theatrical. We're doing this. Let's just have Leatherface kill the millennial bullshit that's happening in the world and have fun. And I got to say, my opinion, I had a lot of fun watching this movie. Do I think it's a great movie? Is it top 
I don't know. I, I mean, I have to look into shit. The original and the um, the remake, I think, are both very, very fucking good. The second, like we said, this would be about middle of my list. This is middle of the road for me. Yeah, you're. I, it's what I mean. Uh, and even like the um, the one that we talked about, where he starts Leatherface starts off at the warehouse, and you think that the girl's getting away. Spoiler. Well, I, don't, I guess I don't want to spoil it because we'll probably cover it. But <laughs> there's an ending shot of Leatherface walking through a dark road with his chainsaw and basically evil prevails yeah i love that this is just a fun do you want to watch you know all the people that fucking piss you off and get on your nerves in this day and age leatherface is gonna kill them all yeah <laughs> enjoy and guess what and we're gonna do it in a good way he's gonna yeah. toss their legs and shit over his shoulder and that's the thing too and that like you made the joke like how funny is it that sally is this whole time doing the Jamie Lee Curtis things saying like he's waited 50 years like you know and then she finally sees him and he just doesn't give a fuck it just like walks away from her <laughs> and like and he it just kills her in he a super violent way he doesn't remember me and he holds um, her up with the chainsaw yeah and then she puts some shotgun shells in it in him later as if she wouldn't have bled out by then so here's what's funny though it's like if the screenwriter and the filmmakers intended for this to kind of poke fun at the current like reboot uh you know era i thought it was great if that's what it was mean and kind of poke fun at millennials it was kind of too on the nose but it was great however part of me also thinks that they actually just kind of fumbled it and they were trying to be serious and <laughs> yeah in which case it's like so I don't know how to feel. All I know is I had fun during it. Unlike the Scream current reboot, which really did try to do the meta poking fun at like the reboot while also trying to be a serious story. I thought yeah, it that's, sucked. That's, that's, that, come on, let's not dive into that. I'm they, still... missed, they, they missed the mark. But this, it was fun. And that's all you got to do when wow. doing something like this. You know, um, I'm, not, I'm not sure what I expected from you from this, but there's a part of me that was like, oh man, Nixie might he might he might take a dump on this one but i'm gonna come into it and saying i'll save my issues with it but i'm not gonna lie a lot of this his look uh i had a lot of fun with it i love the look of the movie i love the like the shots and the colors and the the kills are pretty dope at at heart it was it was lacking the feel of a texas chainsaw massacre movie i'll say that yeah yeah but it had Leatherface killing people you wanted to die. There was suspense and enough of a story that just made this a very, very fun slasher. Like my note was a part of me almost wished that this just was a different movie. Do this movie again. But like if we got handed this script and someone was like, hey, it turns out that we don't have the rights to Texas Chainsaw Massacre or Leatherface. Can you redo this? And it has nothing to do with the Texas Chainsaw Massacre on the other face, where a guy's killing like millennials or whatever. I kind of want that. I don't know if I want this in the a part of the franchise, but it was so much fun. No, that's what I, I'm saying. You know what I mean? I almost wish that we could. Okay, let's change the character. It's set here. Well, see, I think you, you don't know. need to do that. I think look at it like how we do with Jason X. It's a one-off comic book. I could imagine reading this as a comic book and it would be so much fucking fun. But there's no crossover with Jason X besides Jason and Jason. There's no, 
like with Sally from the original, who's supposed to, you know, who's supposed to be Sally. I think it's fine to, to, I don't know. Like, it doesn't really bother me that this is a Texas Chainsaw Massacre movie because to me, it doesn't have to exist in the franchise if I don't want it to. Uh, you're right. Yeah, you're right. Like, instead, I just kind of view it as like a one off because I have to because Leatherface is fucking hasn't aged in 50 years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So how is it supposed to be canon uh, if that's the case? Uh, but I think it would have, I, one of my disappointments though with the movie is the characters just, I wish they had tried to do some development and take their time a little bit more with it. Um, but it's actually like the beginning when they did that clever little documentary recap. I wish they had played more of a thing. I would have loved to maybe seen like, mm-hmm. Leatherface chased one of the people to that convenience store around all that merchandise and seen Leatherface like see merchandise of you know like an action oh, figure of himself wow. or something. Or, Wait, did we ever get a uh <clears throat> did we ever get a callback or with the the worker who worked at that convenience store? Nope. He calls Sally and that's the end of it. Damn. Wouldn't it have been more fun if Leatherface was fucking attacking whatever and the gunshots went off and you think like are you kidding me sally's still fucking alive but instead it's him mm. that could have been more fucking that logical and made more sense to me than yeah she was held up off her leg sure. like oh, in the air <laughs> and she's just sitting there with a little bit of blood from the corner of her mouth and then she just ate like a blood taco and she's just like i'm gonna end this but it wasn't satisfying at the end of the day, dude, I had a lot of fun with it, and I'm not saying this should be a favorite for anyone by any means. No, well, actually, no. I mean, if it's your fucking favorite, it's your fucking favorite. Yeah, that's what, yeah. yeah. Just so, don't, yeah. If, I had a lot of fun with it. I really did. I just had a little issue. I, I get um, I get attached to certain characters, and this didn't totally... I didn't take it as an insult to where I was like, oh my God, they took Leatherface and butchered him into something that's awful. Why did they do this in a character that I beloved? They didn't like tarnish the character to me. They just made a fun movie using him. Now, this is where I can say that I can understand if people are ups. Well, actually, I can't because like, I don't think Sally Hardesty from the get go is that great of a final girl like oh come she's on fine. What, why she's fine like i don't think she has the lore and the that sydney prescott or laurie strode has like she's she's in one movie she survived it good on her but people get like have gotten really i've read some reviews where people are so upset of how sally is in this whereas i look at it as like a great joke like you couldn't have done this joke with laurie strode or sydney prescott but with sally hardesty who's kind of a f- fucking one-off Hell yeah, do this joke with her where like she thinks she's the Laurie Strode in this situation and she just gets fucked. Like, I think that's funny and clever and interesting, but there have been people in reviews who are like, they've they fucking completely shit on the Sally character. And I'm like, what character? She was in one fucking movie, sat around most of the time until the very end when she was running through the woods and made it out. Like, congrats. Dude, she was get. I mean, she, she had it tough, dude. Fine, but not to the point where like I give a fuck that she's coming back and she, she's been waiting for Leatherface to resurface for fifty years. I fucking love that scene. 
where she goes to shoot him and he's just like <laughs> you, don't, you, you don't remember me <laughs> i really wish when he had turned his head they had put a huh? well if, if he would have did like the mic like the head tilt like a dog oh yeah oh my god well with that said I obviously recommend watching this movie. It's a very fun movie to watch. Like I was, I if the night would have went a little bit different, I was supposed to watch this with my sister and her boyfriend. This would be a fun movie to watch with. Like, you know what I mean? I wish I would have. I wish I would have watched this with you. Yeah, this would have been fun. If this had come out in another month, it would have been sick as hell to sit there, have a drink, order some sushi, and just or barbecue. Oh God! Mission Barbecue. Mm-hmm. Get some pork and just sit there and watch this. Would have been a blast. Just like watching Halloween Kills was a was a fun fucking night. Um, yeah. But we probably would have gushed over this even more than we should have. But I'm glad that we were still able to. It's got problems. It's got. It's got. It's got a lot. It's got a lot of problems, problems. But it's a. It's a. It's fun. So how can I? Yeah. How can I? Shit on it when I think it was genuinely just trying to have fun. Whereas, you know, there are other movies where I don't, I think they're trying to be more than what they are. Um, like Halloween 2018, I thought that was trying to be more of like a, more than what it was. And I did. Well, look, people- if they were trying to have uh, fun with a lot of shit and I watched it and had so much fun watching it, I think it delivered. I think it was a success. And I give this, a recommendation watch this movie bring people over bring a buddy a lady or a, another couple over it's also not hard to follow you don't have to follow no anything, really. it's millennials that are, it's or so, gen z i don't understand gen like z, what the whatever, difference is what, i don't know what the fuck who gives a fuck it's shitheads who live in our current time that don't know anything about tamagotchis who gives a fuck their shitheads die at the hands of a no like a known notable ca- horror character like Leatherface. Like if Freddy came back right now, they're like, "Hey, we're gonna do this new Freddy show." There's rumors of that. I don't know if you've read that. Uh, Freddy's gonna go into the dreams of TikTokers and millennials. I'll totally watch Freddy kill fucking millennials and TikTokers, influencers, yeah. whatever the fuck you want to talk about, and enjoy it and have fun as long as it's creative. And just give me a little bit of something. Well, and at the end of the day, that's the reason we watch Texas Chainsaw Massacre, Halloween, Friday the Thirteenth, Nightmare on Elm Street. Hey, yada, we didn't. Yada, yada. We, we didn't for the killers. We didn't watch this uh, expecting to watch uh, a classic horror Halloween, the first Halloween, My Bloody yeah. Valentine. Did you go into it thinking that? Because I sure nope. the fuck didn't. Nope. And for that reason, we both ended up having a lot of fun. So, I mean, it worked for me. It's on Netflix. Like, almost everybody has Netflix. So, for that reason right there, fucking watch this. Also, get Disney Plus and watch the uh, Disney movie Luca. Jesus Christ. It's like the fourth time. (laughs) Are you peeing? No, I'm, I'm, I'm stretching. <laughs> you just got up. It was like, Jesus Christ. If you're going to talk about Luca, I'm going to piss. Uh, with that said, there's no trivia because we're going to jump right back in with the Wolfman that we said that we we're going to cover. 
We just wanted to uh, shoe in uh, the Texas Chainsaw, Texas Chainsaw Massacre while it was fresh and new and just at Netflix. So um, I had to watch it. Start yeah. doing the um, like the fr- the Fast and the Furious titles, like two two Texas two Chainsaw <laughs> you know, or some shit. <laughs> God know. damn, they start fucking. Yeah. Hey, what, dude, what, what, what if the next movie was just called Hobbs and Shaw Presents the Texas Chainsaw Massacre? <laughs> dude, imagine Hobbs and Shaw going off against Leatherface. They show up in Harlow in the sequel. I don't know who would win. The shit that they do in those fucking Hobbs and Shaw Fast and Furious movies is unbelievable. Shit, one guy was dead and he still made the movie. <laughs> Check it out. Texas Chainsaw Massacre. The Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2. Leatherface, The Texas Chainsaw Massacre 3. These are the official titles. Yeah. Texas Chainsaw Massacre, The Next Generation. Uh, Texas, The Texas Chainsaw Massacre. The Texas Chainsaw Massacre, The Beginning. Texas Chainsaw 3D. It's just called Texas Chainsaw 3D. They were like, ah, yeah, they get it. Yeah. And, then, uh, and then just Leatherface. And now <laughs> Texas Chainsaw Massacre. <laughs> there's no trivia because we're going right back to the wolf man i keep wanting to say the wolfman because <laughs> that's how i i personally refer yeah to dude it. i might buy a shirt from this movie because the, the fright rags and color uh yeah. cavity shirts look pretty sick and um if they come out with the trick-or-treat studios mask of this i think i definitely would i'm glad you liked it dude i was actually kind of prepared i thought you were i was going to defend this movie to you more than but instead we are very, very on the same page with so much about this. So, that said, the wolf, the wolfman. wolfman. Next episode, thanks for letting us jump in here to cover the Texas Chainsaw Massacre and Benicio Bell Toro next week. <laughs>